you know, it's funny as I uh, I threw this uh, song on to the Spotify, and I forgot that it's not all the time, but they have the music videos going with it. Maybe the funniest music video of all time. Yeah, it's great, right? They're just running the, naked through everything. They, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was a great album. They did a good job with the music videos. We are discussing Enema of the State by Blink-182. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Great time. Man, what a good, good time to be a young fella. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. we still had rock and roll, like garage rock and roll dudes who got together and picked up some instruments and hit the road. Yeah, grunge was still a thing. <laughs> right? And, but we also Alternative had... Alternative was huge. And maybe what, the, like the golden age of music videos? Yeah, I would say so, because technology was there. Yes. <laughs> but, like, you didn't have the internet yet. No, and, I mean... Well, it was there, but, like, poor kids didn't have it still. <laughs> yeah, dude, but we were always looking forward to that, uh, to the new music video, and then... Remember they did the whole, like, uh, music video, how it's made show, and then we got to see them making it, and then they would cut the video? Yeah. Good times, right? Good times, good times. But they don't really depend on that anymore. Now, if you want to go see Blink-182, man, you got to pay like $1,000 a ticket. Uh, and that's just the Ticketmaster fee. Dude, have you, <laughs> have you tried to go see any music in Chicago in the last year? No. I haven't gone since the vaccine passport thing. And as you should, that's a good way to stick it to the man. Uh, I probably Vote with should. my dollars, that's baby. That's right. <laughs> I wonder what they're going for in Chicago, but no... Joke here, the Blink One Eighty Two tickets. I think you and I discussed it privately. Even like they, they are like nosebleed seats. You're going for like three to four hundred bucks a pop. So stupid. It's a total ripoff industry, man. Right? I mean, yeah, come on. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, anyways, uh, we discussed uh not too long ago, right? The whole fiasco with Ticketmaster. I'm even like this week. I'm trying to find tickets to go see a. Uh, ball game. Emma's back in town. We've been talking about seeing the Nuggets or the Avs, and they jack up the prices on all the secondary stuff, like StubHub, Game Time, and so I go right to the source. You could usually get a, a deal or you know something good there, and just to go see the Avs and do the Avalanche are middle of the pack, five hundred nobodies in the NHL right now. It's like $400 a ticket, man. No way. To see a bunch of fucking losers play another bunch of loser teams. A bunch of loser deadbeats. What have they ever done with their life? (laughs) Perfect their... (laughs) Become the best at the sport and then get millions of dollars to play it. Well, I mean, collectively. Yeah, individually, yes, they are successful fellas. But collectively, they've created a losing team, so... Bums. Losers. Losers. Complete losers. I'm not going to pay $400 to go see. It's going to cost me $400 to see a bunch of bums uh, play a hockey game, or I could pay half that and go see the fucking Nuggets, dude, and they have the MVP, and they're the best team in the league. Nobody even really believes they're a team. Nobody believes they're a team. Nobody has their their jerseys. I saw... Can't buy their merch. <laughs> I recently saw this... Um, statistic about the top selling jerseys per player right like who's in the top 10 or 15 all the usual suspects you got uh 
you know, LeBron and Giannis and uh, all the usual dudes. KD is in there. No Jokic. Nikola yeah. Jokic, two-time MVP. He's knocking on the door of number three. Not even Jordan has done three in a row. The guy can't even crack top 15 most sold jersey. Frank, have you seen what you have to do to get a Nuggets jersey? <laughs> first, you got to get invited to Davos. <laughs> then once you're in Davos, right, you got to right. go through the woods and you find a little hut just in the middle of nowhere in the woods. <laughs> and that's where they're selling all the Nuggets oh, merch. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, I mean- That's the only place. It's literally the only place you could find it. And if you even try to make it, like, customize, somebody comes and just executes you. Man, I, I was, don't know what's going on there. I was picking up Emma at the airport yesterday. They had a little, uh, you know, stop-and-go gift shop there in the waiting area. And uh, they were selling some basketball, sports jerseys, and what have you. Bulls. No, yeah, nuggets. no, they had you more Chicago shit. Bulls? You selling the fucking Bulls? Yes. This is a joke. By the way, Bulls, one of the top-selling jersey brands for the NBA internationally. Oh, internationally, yeah. The pull that Jordan still has to this day for that brand is unbelievable. Yeah, he's got to still be up there with, like, he's got to be still top 20 jersey sold. The Bulls just played an international game in France against the Pistons. Uh, It's part of this promotional tour the NBA is trying to get more action going on overseas. And the Bulls hadn't been to Paris to play a game since 1997 when that was just the reign of Jordan's prime time there. And uh, apparently all the news was reporting that the Bulls have the most enormous fan base in France and nothing has died there. They still love Jordan. They love the Bulls. They're all in on it still. All right, French, maybe you do get some good taste. Yeah, see, Mike, I knew you'd get a little bit out of that. I thought you kind of, all right, the French aren't so bad. But, uh, it's probably the women. Even to see the bulls out here, man, it's, it's an arm and a leg. It's literally like three or $400. More expensive to see a bulls game here than any other uh, against the Nuggets. It's up there with the Golden State, maybe. But, uh, yeah, a lot of Chicago fans worldwide. But, dude, the ticket prices out of control and uh of course mike you know we got what do we got world war three we got the new variant of covid uh everyone's dying of heart attacks and strokes economies in the tank we're about to hit a depression i believe isn't that correct or we're on oh it's definitely a depression def- dude they're mass layoffs we're in a recession at the very least so mike we need fentanyl overdoses are at all time fentanyl high. to the max they are already they are arresting more people on the terrorist watch list at the southern border per month than they did all of Donald Trump's presidency. We got a lot of problems. So you know what? What we need right now is Congress to get their asses in gear and start talking about the shit that really matters, baby. Taylor Swift fans have their eyes on the nation's capital. <laughs> it's me. Members of the music industry will take center stage at a hearing examining the lack of competition in the ticketing industry. The bipartisan hearing comes in the wake of a technology breakdown on the Ticketmaster website during the presale for Taylor. You guys know they're finding classified documents in like everybody's office (laughs) that's ever stepped foot in the Capitol. The entire uh, 
the entirety of DC is compromised at this point, but like, <laughs> we we really got to talk about the serious, important shit here, man. Every every word of you questioning Ticketmaster has either fucked a Chinese spy or somehow <laughs> given information to a Chinese spy. <laughs> what is going on here? That's, this is what we're yeah. worried about, Ticketmaster. I'm pretty sure it was Eric Swalwell who brought this to the floor. Actually, now that I think about it, you know, he wanted to get the heat <laughs> off his Chinese spy situation there. You guys heard about? Has anyone heard about Taylor Swift? This is outrageous. This is outrageous. <laughs> Didn't we almost default as a country on the national debt? No, no, no. no. We got to talk about Taylor Swift here, people. <laughs> so ridiculous. We, we really got to do something about this. You know, Ticketmaster. <laughs> all through the midterms, Republicans, they were just beating the drums how we need to, got to change the scene here. We got to get some fresh faces. We got to, you know, get Pelosi out of there and start taking care of business, baby. How do we TCB, Mike? Well, first, we're going to start with Taylor Swift, baby. Fans <laughs> known as Swifties faced hours, long wait times, and website crashes. I just really the president and CFO of Live Nation Entertainment, which owns Ticketmaster, <laughs> as well as the CEO of SeatGeek, are among those who will face questioning. In advanced written testimony provided to NBC News, Live Nation Entertainment president and CFO Joe Burke told plans to tell Congress Ticketmaster should have staggered sales for Taylor Swift tickets, but will also say Ticketmaster was hit by cyber attacks during the sale, which required the company to slow down and pause well, sales. They're going to blame Russia. Still, he defends the company, adding its performance in large on sales is the best in the industry. <laughs> The backlash over the ticket rollout from Furious fans was swift. One writing, it's called the Aerosmith. Oh, you're so clever. Try to log into Ticketmaster. That's what that journalist school got you. It's almost like she tailored that into it. Oh, Oh, my God, somebody get this guy a job on TV. Man, you got nothing on me, MSNBC. (laughs) You can't handle the heat. It's almost like she came in like a wrecking ball. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, a... Wrong one, damn it, damn it. (laughs) Son of a bitch. We covered this. You gave me an incredible education on Miley Cyrus, Mike. Several episodes. the wrecking ball? The The, the, one and only. The only wrecking ball. Publicly slammed Ticketmaster in the aftermath, writing in part, it's excruciating for me to just watch mistakes happen with no recourse. The anti-hero singer isn't the only performer to take issue with the ticket sales behemoth. Country singer Zach Bryan titled his new live album, All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. Nearly 30 years ago, Pearl Jam tried to take on Ticketmaster, (laughs) boycotting the company and filing a grievance with the Justice Department. Senator Amy Klobuchar says fans are in a unique position to hold companies like Ticketmaster accountable. I need to make antitrust sexy again. That all sounds really boring, but it sounds a lot more. I don't think you've made anything sexy in the past forty years. Putting it to music. If you looked in the mirror, yeah, you got about as much chance of making this sexy as Lindsey Graham. You are as sexy as Lindsey Graham. Oh man, I I left that last chunk of the clip just for you, just for that ending right there. <laughs> you have no idea. I could have cut it a lot earlier, but I was like, no, 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 no. I I have to hear Michael hearing Amy Klobuchar talk about bringing sexy back in whatever 
format she believes, she's bringing it back. <laughs> Let's get Justin Timberlake up in here. All right? Hey, oh. Oh, God. She's bringing sexy back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, this is great stuff, folks. We have so many pres- pressing issues. We got to take care of the fact that whatever whatever happened to the ten million dollars you guys spent on investigating the Trump organization to get them for back taxes, and it turned out they only owed you one point six million. (laughs) You spent ten million. How about the guy they indicted? One point six million from him. They just uh, nabbed a guy in the FBI who was in cahoots with the same Russians he was investigating to be supposedly in cahoots with the Trump organization. The fuck is this? No, we're gonna sweep that under the rug. Let's talk about Taylor Swift, people. The guy investigating the fake allegations that he was (laughs) he was with Trump was actually with Russia. (laughs) No, 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 that's not news. You can't even make this shit. It's so stupid. When you read the news, it's so stupid. It's really beautiful how they strategically bury certain items that normally, maybe 20 years ago, uh, maybe 30, would have been headline news stuff our parents would have been talking about. Dude, poor Nixon. All he had to do was wait 50 years. I swear to God, man, he just just missed the... The cutoff there, where you could have gotten, you could get away with anything, man. If only they had Ticketmaster back then. <laughs> I mean, we are to believe, right, that Watergate was an inside job, ultimately to screw Nixon. Correct. Frank, I'm starting to think that everything that happened in the past hundred years was the FBI or the CIA. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's been happening since the Pinkertons. Look it up, people. <laughs> Those goddamn Pinkertons. I mean, this is getting pretty crazy. (laughs) Isn't it seeming like that, though, all seriousness? Like, that's why I always harp on the moon landing not being fake, but what they showed us is fake. I just don't trust anything that's been presented to us on an international or worldly or space-wide scale. Yeah, I don't believe any of it. I think you guys have been bullshitting us about everything. COVID was uh, just the eye-opener. The ultimate red pill or black pill, I guess you could say. Right? Yeah, because, yeah, you guys just lied about it. Are we? Yeah, this, <laughs> dude, that's a good, this Ticketmaster thing. I can't believe that's really like overtaking on the news. When There's I so saw, many other things. When I saw the article, I thought, oh, awesome. I love it when Taylor Swift is in the news. This is great stuff. And then I was, you know, giving, getting through it. And I'm like, wait, they're doing this in Congress? The fuck is <laughs> Don't we have some shit going on? Like my gas just jumped back go- up on dollar fifty cents over here, man. I thought you guys were gonna go after Hunter Biden. Don't we wanna know <laughs> why he was paying his dad fifty thousand dollars a month? What happened to the Fauci files? What's going on, folks? I thought we had all this big stuff yeah, we were gonna take Paul? care of. Yeah, right? Where's you at, Ran? Ron? Ran? <laughs> You know, sorry. you know what I'm talking about. I think what we're looking at here is they're a part of a big club, and they're all on the same team, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, yeah. I think that's what yeah, we're Yeah, I told you, man. I don't think Fauci's ever going to go down. I may soon concede to you on that. I think there's a little something down the pipeline here at some point, I'm hoping, mm. but I'm getting the feeling that... They all are in the pocket of Big Pharma, and no matter which side is in control, 
nobody's going to be held accountable for what went on. Uh, nobody wants to be. No, well, everyone essentially should be held accountable. I mean, we're talking Nuremberg too here, where pretty much eighty to ninety percent of the politicians would have to go to the gulags, right? And then we'd have uh, the media, which is all of them, and then uh, the doctors who were silencing the other doctors. They got to go. I mean, we're we're talking about assassinating <laughs> or you know killing a lot of people here. This is kind of <laughs> a lot of death sentences to roll out. That's a little gruesome. Yeah, you'd end up killing more people than COVID. <laughs> That's right, man. And uh, ultimately, <clears throat> I don't know what would really come of it. You know, if we were to do any of these trials, it's going to be a bunch of show. And I would like it personally for me, suffering through those two years or so. I, I mark it as about two years where nothing was open and the majority was in agreement with that. Man. I want to see some heads roll. I want to see someone held accountable. I want to see some names put on the wall. I want the history books to write down, we shall never follow people like this again. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, huh? Nah. What about if old Ronnie boy DeSantis takes over? Nah, no, same shit. Not All even, these guys are the same, yeah. Not even my guy, Ron? I really think it doesn't matter. You get in power and you realize you just don't, you can't really do anything. I have to believe that you get into these positions and then they show you certain information and it <laughs> scares the ever-living crap out of you and then you, uh, you know, you play ball. Maybe. That's gotta be it, man. Everyone's a big talker until they become the big cheese. And then all of a sudden they get real quiet and they're a part of the machine. I think it's no different than running for class president, dude. You're like, yeah, we're going to have Taco Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then you get voted in, and yeah, you really can't do any of it. Look, guys, I can't break that cafeteria union. You ever talk to those broads? They're on both. Yeah, oh, my, my budget is $20. <laughs> I got $20. <laughs> we're going to buy a disposable camera and take some pictures for the fucking yearbook. That's it. Oh, man. Uh, I'm thinking they get the real sh video footage of Kennedy, right? From inside the car. You know. The car shot. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't <laughs> think it's even that. They get the real angle and they say, you, you see know what this? I think it is? Like, honestly, it's like, I think, it, uh, I think it's just kind of like you realize that you're not in control as soon as, like, like, I imagine that's it. You're president, right? So now some guy comes in, and he's just got a clipboard. He's like, all right, Frank, so at 9.15, you got this. Then 9.30, you have this. At 9.45, we're going here. And you're like, you know, like, you don't even know who's really making your schedule. You don't even know, like, what, you know. <laughs> that's right. So who's really in charge? I think, that's, I think that's what it is. You realize you're a puppet. You're just a, a face. You're the Mandarin. All right. Joe yeah. Biden's not running anything, dude. No, no. I mean, I don't think he's he not is, making but, any decisions. You know, just uh, you think Joe Biden is like, all right, I need to go. I need to go meet with Ukraine. No, <laughs> no, I need to. You know what? I need to go to the southern border. It's time. No, he didn't make that decision. <laughs> you are uh, you don't believe that Joe Biden's the big guy? 
I don't I don't think any of them are the big guy. Not one big guy. The president just becomes a face. You just you are the face, and your whole life is controlled by the Secret Service and the people around you that control every minute of every day. And they show you the video, right? That's what happens. <laughs> they show you the shot, man. And then you see who kills Kennedy. <laughs> you see who killed Kennedy, dude. <laughs> and every time you turn around, he's there. The actual guy that killed him. <laughs> You're talking about Bush, right? H.W. <laughs> <laughs> They're keeping him young with uh, adrenochrome. <laughs> Still looks 40. Speaking of COVID, uh, they are announcing, which is pretty exciting stuff for all our uh, boosted brethren out there. If you were anxious about when you should go out and get your next uh, dosey <laughs> dough, never you fret, my friend. Uh, we have your answer. They're deciding on it, and it looks like, uh, Mike, it's going to be an annual kind of thing, my man now to that possible big shift this. for COVID uh, vaccine guidance. Yet. Let's go back to Trevor Alt. He's here Got with some more guidance, man. FDA advisory group that's set to meet this week to consider one shot a year. Good morning again, Trevor. Good morning again, Robin. So we could treat the COVID vaccine the way we do the flu shot. This group of FDA advisors are meeting Thursday to discuss making that change. The idea is to update the shots every year so it would be a better match against this constantly evolving virus. And part of the thinking is the overwhelming majority of Americans have some form of immunity, either from getting vaccinated or already or from previously catching COVID. So one shot a year in theory should do the trick. There would likely be some exceptions for elderly people, young children and the immunocompromised. Those groups would potentially still be recommended two shots a year. This group is going to be weighing whether to move what ahead with the, the plans fuck? over at least the next few weeks. <laughs> then these FDA Why? advisors will turn it over to a team of CDC advisors. This would not be an immediate change, but a big change could still be coming. Michael. Oh, yeah, man. Michael, they just uh, threw it to you, my man. Oh. Well, you know, we, uh, we, we, we think only one shot should be good, but then we checked our profit margins and realized that uh, this group should get it twice. <laughs> like, what is going on? Why? What? Who needs it twice? I wasn't even really paying attention. Old people and, uh, you know, immunocompromised. Yeah, the huge. Come on, man. We know how the this usually, you know, the typical dialogue with this bullshit. It, Come on. It's just the new synonym for fucking... Uh, Liberal. Yes, possibly. Uh, I'm thinking from what I read earlier today that, you know, nobody got these boosters. Something around 17% of the eligible people. Of eligible, dude. It's, they're rocking 3% of the population. <laughs> 3%. And they love, uh, you know, they love to say that how it's of the eligible, because it throws you off. You immediately think, oh, okay, 16% of everybody. But no, it's... <laughs> Which is still a terrible number. Yes, very terrible. Less than one out of five were like, yeah, I need that booster. I think they're gearing up to make it the program for the kids. They're for saying sure. right there the kids are going to have to get it twice, twice a year. What were we getting injected twice a year? Nothing. Okay, so I, 
We had the physical once a year. Nobody finds this, uh, you know, strange or right. Nothing. Nobody finds it weird that no kids are dying from COVID, or ever died from COVID. That's right. The kids were actually never a concern. They were never at risk ever. And so, what's your argument then? You want to stop the spread from grandma? Well, the vaccine doesn't stop the spread. So, did you hear the way they're presenting it? Doesn't it sound so much like, well, you guys aren't really buying it anymore, so now you get the Whopper two for one. Like they're kind of like, uh, all right. Now we're just gonna sell it like the flu shot. Well, this is what I mean. Now they're all their whole argument now is like, no, it's just like the flu shot. You know, you got the flu shot, but you also got the flu. It's like, yeah, that's why I never got the shot, you asshole. <laughs> right? I yeah. never bought your flu shot. What makes you think I'm going to buy flu sh- new flu shot? <laughs> I don't think uh, anyone's getting the flu shot or the COVID shot or the bivalent or whatever the fuck they're dishing out to people now. It's starting to seem like majority of the people out there have lost their faith in medicine They no longer trust the government who's peddling this bullshit. And here we are. They're constantly running these news ads. This is basically an ad to get the booster shot. You kind of called it right when we kicked off into it. Didn't we do this? Did you guys already announce it was going to be a yearly thing? Or Remember that fucking guy from Pfizer that nobody understands? (laughs) It's talking about how this is going to be a, a yearly shot. Yes, uh, the CEO, Borlock or whatever. Yeah. Yes, that's right. He said it was going to be a yearly gig. That was just him, you know, just kind of uh, shooting the shit, throwing some ideas out there. That was him testing the, yeah, yeah, testing the water. See how we react. Yeah, and we, did, we reacted positively, so he. <laughs> that's so. right. At what point will people realize they're just trying all these different ways to get rid of their backstock? Oh, absolutely. They got this warehouse probably stuffed with all these shots. Remember the, remember the billions of shots Joe Biden ordered last February or whatever it was? <laughs> it was like a billion shots. They made a huge fucking know, deal about it. just kept ordering them. To be fair, to be fair, 10% was going to him. It's always going to the big guy. Never Can't leave out the, the big guy. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> and when we're talking billions, folks, 10%, that's a lot of money. All right. So <laughs> it's a good kickback. Uh, so he's, um, <clears throat> he, he dished out the million or billion dollar order. I believe this was a year ago. And it seems about every six months or so they're, coming up with these new phrases and concepts for hey yo you know we're with this new variant we're kind of dancing with a new schedule for your vaccine program hang tight folks yeah, all right here we go and then that's so stupid well it looks Who's like listening <laughs> who is still listening i'm thinking it's just me i actually believe the government's just making these videos for me to watch and then i put it on our podcast and we talk about it i think that's the whole deal yeah no, dude, because there was a chick the other day who was wearing the mask. She's like, you're going to work in here without a mask? And I said, yes. And then, like, she's like, aren't you worried about COVID? You guys aren't worried about COVID? And I was like, no, we're pretty sure it's over. And she goes <laughs> straight-faced as she's gathering her things to leave the room. Oh. 
straight face looks at me and this other guy who's like 400 pounds, 60 years old. Uh, she looks at us and goes, that's exactly what the virus wants. Oh, you let your down. oh yeah, man. Oh, okay, man. Damn, bitch. All right, now get out of here while I get covered in your shit. <laughs> Rotting your sewer line, you that is incredible stuff. Hey, she is right on the money. We covered this years ago, even privately. Privately, <clears throat> We remember in the summer of 2020, the summer of love, this virus, the smartest virus in the world, not only, not, not only did it know to avoid uh, BIPOC uh, community who was protesting uh, all the atrocities in their communities, Right, the virus knew not to go there, but it definitely knew to attack only the MAGA supporters who were uh, gathering and protesting. That's or, or or anybody that went to go see Grandma on Thanksgiving. It definitely attacked you because they had to teach you a lesson. Yeah, so COVID, we've proven this through 20, 2020 in that summer. Uh, COVID is uh, not only the smartest, most intelligent virus of all time. It also has a liberal bias. We know this. <laughs> This is a fact. <laughs> which, which makes sense, because m- most liberals, I do feel, are a virus on the <laughs> so, society. Never forget that COVID only attacks uh, people That's on so the right. Funny. This is the lesson learned from... Yeah, like, do you really think COVID's <laughs> waiting in the bushes? Just sitting in the bushes waiting. They're going to let their guard down, and when they do... <laughs> COVID is the opposite of the uh, Juicy Smollier uh, situation. Uh, COVID waits and then attacks a MAGA hat wearing guy late at night. <laughs> See? It's, <laughs> it's two Antifa fellas, and they attack the MAGA guy. That's, that's how COVID works. <laughs> Am I getting that right? And somewhere in there, there's a tuna oh, sandwich. Oh, good call, Smollier. You should have been the one wearing the MAGA hat and got yourself attacked by two Antifa guys. <laughs> That's more likely to happen in Chicago. <laughs> the narrative works way better when it's the Antifa attacking because yeah. that's more likely. That's just the only problem is most Trump supporters are as dumb as they are. We're too smart to eat a Subway tuna sandwich. <laughs> that's something only <laughs> in Chicago and Boys Town would do. <laughs> the most unbelievable part of that story was that you ate the tuna sandwich. <laughs> It's just not even real tuna, dude. <laughs> Aren't you like a millionaire? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, COVID, I guess, is still uh, still at it, then, dude. You know, Emma was out of the country. She was in uh, Switzerland and Austria, which is pretty cool. And she was hanging with some local focal in those regions, and. They were very, um, you know, into the vaccine and COVID conversation there, apparently. And are they pro vax or anti vax? They are all curious as to what everyone else is thinking about it. And everybody is just curious and not sure what to think about vaccine status. Isn't that funny? What it means. Isn't that funny? Because all of you fuckers. We're so sure 
You guys were so sure six months ago. That's right, man. She she, she told me a story uh, one night. They went around the table. Um, it, they were kind of discussing it, and everybody there had varying degrees of boostation, if you will. Uh, they were like, some people had one shot. Uh, there were people at two. Uh, most of them were at one or two, apparently. Some with three. There were a, a, a scarce amount with like four or five. And, I'll, you know, and we're talking Americans and Europeans mixed in this scenario. And she... She said that, like, you know, people really were vocal about after one or two having hesitancy and then being very uncomfortable with taking any more and then just calling it quits. So it seems like a lot of people took these shots, got really fucking sick the first time or the second time, and then said, you know what, if I can't go to a movie, then so be it. I'm not doing another one. Yeah, it's not worth it. And that should frighten everyone. The fact that there's people out there that tried to go along with the program and it fucked them up so badly, they were just like, oh, man, no thanks. I'd rather not be free. All right, you know, like, oh, lock, yeah, me, lock me down in my home. I tried to do it, and I can't do your whole poison program, whatever this is. Go ahead, send me to that camp. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that kind of freaky that to think that there are many, many people out there that did one gave it the old college try for number two, and then when they rolled out that booster program, probably majority, if not all, people were like, no thanks, dude. No thanks. Well, you know what a lot of guys pointed out, which I didn't, I didn't realize because I never got the shot, but uh, like a lot of guys in the union talk about it. It came down to, like, that was it. This was the deadline. You had to go get it or you're fired, right? And wow. so a lot of guys just got it, and then three weeks later, the mandate got dropped. Oh, that's pure evil. Oh, How man. shitty is that? It's part of the program. It's part of the plan, man. It's insane, though. It's like, dude. There's only one way to the 2030 agenda, Mike, and first you take the shots, then you eat the bugs, and you live in your pod. That's how it works. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, you know, nobody really talked about the fact that, uh, what's her name? Ooh. Thunberg? How dare you? Greta Thunberg, (laughs) I noticed you got arrested pretty quickly after your boy Justin Tate went to prison. Whoa. Uh, Maybe they're doing a little conjugal visit over there in the... You're talking about a sexy time East, rendezvous. All right. In the Eastern Bloc prison system. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think I see what you're putting down there. All right, man. <laughs> the cell is a rocking. <laughs> Don't come the globe is a warming. <laughs> Greta Thunberg's about to put a little CO2 in the air, if you know what I'm Ooh. saying. Yikes. You're talking about them doing anal, right? If I'm understanding. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, that would be the methane. He's going to release oh, her Oh, that's methane. what I was thinking, methane. See, I'm yeah, not too smart. I'm one of those stupid guys. CO2 <laughs> would just be the uh, exhaling heavily. Oh, right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Science. That makes sense. Yeah, nice. Who needs it? <laughs> you end up like Neil deGasse. <laughs> Oh man, Greta Thunberg, didn't she she spoke at the World Economic Forum thing, I think, right? She does it all the time. 
Or maybe it was the COP. They got Nobody's this. Listening they to got her, all dude. these. Nobody uh, cares. Doesn't she freak you out? She she gives me the willies, man. I'm I don't know about this chick. Nobody cares. I go, don't know. She, she could eventually be some crazy leader that's in charge of all of us. Got to look out for these ones. No, no. She, she should go on that <laughs> show, uh, uh, Dating on the Spectrum. <laughs> Find a nice guy. <laughs> you call about, uh, is it called Tards in Love? Or what are you talking about? <laughs> you never seen Dating on the Spectrum? Oh, this is a real show? God, I yeah, oh, you thought I made that it's up. It's the worst. I, get me out of this timeline. CERN, turn it back on, baby. <laughs> Zap me to the next one, please. I can't take that. I, this is just too much. <laughs> they got retard dating shows now? Of course. Oh, yeah, dude. Of course. Yeah, it's pretty good. Dating on the spectrum. I'm, I believe it. It makes it's sense. It's really sad to watch that's, because they have better my... <laughs> first dates than you'll ever have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like two autistic people just sit down for a first date and start asking each other like the questions you want to ask, but you just don't. So, Spectrum, right? Do yeah. they pair one on one side with one on the other, or do they match the Spectrum uh, scale here? Are we like aligning? Oh, they're both tards. Yeah, no, they're both tards. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's heavy on one side. Spectrum. <laughs> spectrum. I don't know why the word spectrum and the concept of it, which is very new, it's propped up in the last five seconds. I swear, it, it just something about it just irks me, and I, I don't oh, I know. Love wh- it. I, I, why, why spectrum? Why, why was? That just sounds better, you know. Better than retard. Oh, Frank, you're not a. F- you know, you're just on the spectrum. <laughs> you just like to suck a little dick once in a while. It's all right. Yeah, you're uh, oh, like Paul Pelosi. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, now it makes sense. It's coming together. <laughs> Frank, you're not retarded. You're just on the spectrum, man. You know, some people are smart, some people are retarded. You're somewhere in the middle. More towards the retard, but you're in the middle, you know? Oh, thanks, guy. But you know what's crazy about this? With the spectrum, they've introduced it. Like, look, I'll use it for uh, the mental issues. I'll let's, And I know autism. I understand. The autism thing, that's the right. spectrum. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> because you got the functioning, you got the non-functioning, everything in between. I totally get it, all right? Totally but, get it. But we moved, it's a spectrum. Spectrum moved from the autistic kids to the gender stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. This is where you guys lost me. This is why you guys That's don't believe That's why it kills me. You because moved you, spectrum to the genders. <laughs> you guys say gender is a spectrum and race is not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, What? You know what I Tell mean? that to Tiger Woods. <laughs> I still can't figure out if The Rock is black, but I definitely know if he's a man. Have you seen the the picture uh, that is out there? It's a blended image of uh, The Rock and Barack Obama. It's The Rock Obama. <laughs> it it explodes my brain every time I see it anywhere. It I can't handle it. Like I want to see The Rock, but I'm like, no, but it's Obama. And it's oh, like it's, so funny. it's too close. I have a belief they were genetically cloned in the same lab. From wow. Kenya. From Kenya. Oh, wow. let's see that birth certificate. They're baby. like the uh, they're like the uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito twins. Yes. 
Yeah. Good call. And we elected the retard. <laughs> we love our spectrums. You can't have a race spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I called you a retard, Brock. The guy who went to Harvard Law and then became president of the United States. God, what a loser. Open up another museum and write another book. Fucking <laughs> failure. What a bum. <laughs> Why don't you do something with your life, Brock? You're, you're three seconds from our hall of hacks, Obama. Watch yourself. <laughs> Not only did you become the first black president, you did it with the middle name Hussein seven years after Muslims <laughs> attacked our country. I mean, that, that is amazing, dude. It is pretty amazing. Uh, hey, look, you know what? It's not amazing for Barack. It's amazing for America, okay? We're able to... Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck Barack. No, America's great. We're able to let bygones be bygones and look to the future. All right? We're not going to let something and like... And then we know eight years later we're going to hire the most racist guy after you, so... Yes, as a slapback. Because in this slap country, yeah. if we believe in one thing in this country, if there's one thing that unites us, it's a, it's a slap. Never forget, Will Smith. It's the swing back. That's we the- love that pendulum swing back. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. We are um, de- in desperate need of a shared villain. And what makes the whole Ukraine debacle kind of bizarre is they kind of tried to push the the Russians on, as dude, our shape. Hold on, dude. I don't mean to interrupt you Oh, here. no. But if you put Obama next to The Rock... Are you looking at it now? Did you look up the meme? Yeah, hold on, it's hold on, unbelievable. Hold on, hold on. Hear me out, though. No, no, I'm not looking at any uh, pictures. All right, I'm, okay. I'm just picturing their faces, right? Yeah, oh, okay. You put Obama, yeah. yes. you put The Rock. Mm-hmm. Slide in between Will Smith. Ooh. Dude, that's like... That is the spectrum. <laughs> Of top blacks. That's like the same guy. I actually was going to say it's the Mount Rushmore of woke dudes I hate. That's because <laughs> well, you're racist. That's right. No, just top it off for the uh, for Washington, put uh, Rob Reiner. And I'm satisfied. Rob Re- yeah, <laughs> I'm fully satisfied. Dude, what happened to Rob? Is he all right? You know what's funny is he's out of the limelight because... Every day, it was like, they're going to get him. They got him. Oh, my God. And nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened. You know what fucked him? Did you hear when Bill Maher called him the useful idiot? <laughs> yes, I did. I totally that... forgot to bring that up with you. Yes. <laughs> it was, I forgot what podcast that was on. <laughs> Do you think that broke Rob's heart? Oh, dude, no. that was. He ref- I think he might have finally realized what he, what he is. What You're, he had become. You are the useful idiot for the fucking party. You just go out there and spit their bullshit. It's him and George Takai. They're the same idiots. They're the same guys. And they spout nonsense. Nobody pays attention actually to them. They exist for you and I to get a chuckle out of and make fun of. (laughs) That's it. That's their whole existence. And dude, man, am I like a kid in a candy store when I see Rob Reiner's going to be on... Bill Maher, I don't know what to clip. It's like, uh, I'm drowning in clips, <laughs> oh, man. It's 10 minutes of stupidity. It's just... <laughs> yeah. an ing- did, you ever, did you look into that Jerry Springer interview with uh, Cuomo? No, uh, I have not had a chance. Oh, God, it's crazy. <laughs> Why is that? Because Jerry Springer is such an extreme Dude, leftist? Dude, you gotta or... listen to it, because one thing I didn't know about Jerry Springer is... Uh, 
it's a crazy. He tells it. He tells the story. His his parents were Jews in Germany, and they fled. Like thir- I think they say he said like three days or something before the official war was declared, and no Jews were allowed to leave. That's pretty heavy stuff, man. I would say that's about as close as you get to that experience. And so, like, dude, that's what I mean. You gotta listen to it because you'll know what I'm talking about as soon as you hear it. Because he he tells the story of them escaping, and they were like, they were some of like the last Jews to escape. Wow, German Germany uh-huh. before like the whole thing happened, and then that gets him in talking into talking about COVID. And how that's why everybody has to get the vaccine, and we have to do our part. And like, what? Do you not? Yeah. Do you not hear? No, it no, no, no. It took like the weirdest turn, what? where I was like, "Do you not realize wh- what turn you took here?" And then I imagine he goes on to say, "What we should do with the non-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, is stamp them with a tattoo on their arm, and then uh, march them into these camps." Well, see, and first then... we should set a law that they can't leave. <laughs> yeah, dude. Starting on this day, and how, then we'll start rounding them up. Make them wear this tag. How do people, the average people, not connect in their minds how close this was to that experience? We were literally oh, a hair away. That's crazy, because a lot of people don't know this. Jerry Springer, they don't remember, Jerry Springer was the fucking governor. Oh, I remember. Of uh, Minnesota? I would say Minnesota. I was thinking either Michigan or Pennsylvania, but... That was Minnesota, but Min- that's also Jesse Ventura. No, well, I mean, I was, they always have stupid guys in Minnesota. Here, well, the, the, you, you're psycho. What I was going to say is, if there's a state that would, it would be the one that elected Jesse Ventura. Ixo facto. <laughs> the land of 10,000 lakes. We have more lakes than brain cells. Yes, they also uh, elected that other moron we listened to earlier who's bringing sexy back, uh, Miss Klobuchar. Can we get someone uh, to test the like water everybody. out in Mich- uh, Minnesota, please? Just test the water. Because you, you guys are so <laughs> close to Canada, you spend all, all day listening oh, to these Canucks. Yeah. You know what we the should fucking do? Fucking A.B. Klobuchar comes out and sounds like a genius. <laughs> should we know? just give Minnesota to Canada? Might as well. It could be addition by subtraction. Hear me out, people. (laughs) (laughs) We can maybe throw Washington State in it as well. No, 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 no. no. We'll we'll trade. We'll trade uh, Minnesota, and then we'll make Puerto Rico a state. Nice. Did you notice that quieted down dramatically? Now that you've popped that into my mind a little bit. The Democrats were really, they had a hard on for making that the newest state. And that disappeared real fast. Do you think they got a little insider info or maybe some yes. statistical uh, yes. you know, consensus out there that they vote Republican? No, I think they still do lean Democrat, but not, a, I think it's more purple. But I think the biggest thing is. A lot of talk was going around where you can't do one state. There's, you know, you, you just can't. It's already been. It's already a precedent from like the times of slavery and everything. It's like you you can't just say, "All right, we're gonna add this one state." So like, if you're gonna add a state that's obviously Democrat, you have to add one that's Republican. Oh right? yeah, all right. <laughs> and I think there was a lot of talk of we'll add Puerto Rico, but then we're splitting California. Okay, I'm down to split California. 
They got too many sports add, teams. <laughs> yeah, they oh, yeah, but that would add one one red and one blue. All right. <sighs> Northern California's red, you know. This whole thing is freaking rigged, man. Yeah, That's I know. The problem. That's honestly. But Puerto Rico will never become a state. No, you don't think so? No. Hmm. No. All right. That's where all these rich guys go to not pay taxes. <laughs> it's a perfect place. Did you move your business down there, right? Yeah. The IRS starts looking into your books. All right. Boom, hurricane comes. Oh. No records. Oh, they got washed away, Your Honor. I don't know. Uh... Uh, hey, I, Your Honor, if you could go find them in the Gulf, you're more than welcome. I don't even know what a hard drive is, Your Honor. No, I don't have it backed up. So they'll never turn it into a state, just like probably they'll never, uh, what, stuff the bench in the Supreme Court, which it seems to be a, a hot topic every now and then. Oh, no, you can't do that. That's bullshit. If you do it, then they're, the, the other side's going to do it the next time. And before you know it, you're going to have 29 judges. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a good time. Uh, you just have endless judges. You could have as many judges as we have members of the House of Representatives. Like 400 and uh, what, 30-something, right? It is a good way to create jobs. <laughs> See? We're talking about economy here. <laughs> it's a job for life. <laughs> Right. Yeah, dude. I don't know uh, if you caught any of this today, but we discussed... Uh, a couple episodes ago, China is having uh, this issue with their population. And I was reading this morning about Japan now is like sounding the alarm bells and uh, how they like need kids because they are absolutely on the threshold of not replacing their population. What? And I was reading and... I think America, if I'm getting it correctly, we are at 1.6 the which uh for average birth replacement or for the average American woman yeah, will have right, 1.6 right. uh kids. In China, the reason they're getting all worked up because it's down to 1.3, and in wow. Japan, I and I maybe a little off, but I'm pretty sure it said it was at 0.07. Point seven. Sorry, point seven. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, yeah point seven. Yeah, so point, each woman is having three fourths of a kid. Point oh seven would be there isn't even sperm in the balls of the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's post vax. Yes, post vax, and uh, maybe even after Hiroshima, I could imagine. <laughs> wasn't That's children of men. Not too many uh, high sperm counts at that time, but I think it's pretty interesting, man. They and. From what I was reading, apparently, this is afflicting all the Asian uh, countries currently. They're having huge issues with population replacement. And I think this is going to be a worldwide phenomenon that we're going to be hearing about a lot over this year, honestly. 
crazy. That's crazy. Pretty soon the world's going to be nothing but Mormons and evangelicals. What was blowing my mind in this article was there aren't people to take the jobs. And you're going to have nobody to work. Yeah. And I don't think people realize that if you don't have these kids to come up through the system, you're going to have nobody coming up through the system. And then you're going to have all these aging populations just working till they're dead. Hmm. It's kind of a children of men scenario. Right? Yeah, but as long as it stays in Asia. No, I don't think it is. Maybe it's not in... Uh, yeah, there's too many of them anyways. From dude. dude, again, back with China, I think there's some shenanigans going on with their population counts and what they tell us. They build all these fucking fake cities, man. They're You know, they're obsessed with the fake cities. They've imprisoned yeah. all these people. On top of the imprisoning, we don't know how many people they've just genocided and just wiped out. I don't know if genocide it is a word, but I'm rolling with that one. I like it. Yeah, man. But I think they did it. And, I think uh, it's great. I mean, there's got to be like a million Americans we could just, you know. Wipe out? There's got to be at least one, two million. <laughs> that would make it a better country. Which would right? explain the aggressive vaccine program, my man. You got to get that vaccine, uh, baby. Oh, yeah. Get Fauci, your... I think you just won me over, oh, my man. man. Get your back. Uh, we I think had... <laughs> I just walked over to the dark side here. <laughs> Doesn't it all kind of make sense, man? Like, we're not replacing the, uh, we're not having kids. The Vax, and not just the Vax, I still contend. COVID itself. This is from the vaccine. We are dealing with a biological weapon. This thing swept around the world. If we're to believe this is true on some level. You have to believe there are elements of side effects to contracting COVID similar to whatever the effects you're getting by directly injecting this crazy technology into your DNA. So I can only assume there are elements of maybe depopulation or, you know, issues with childbirth and uh, shortening lifespans, maybe a mild case of mild carditis if you get the covid mild blood clotting but then you get the shot that's like the super dose that's where you get all the things you really need to get all the uh, eugenics pumping through you and then you get the covid and you die two weeks later from the enlarged heart (laughs) it's a beautiful science man it's moving in this poetic motion Hmm. you do gotta appreciate the beauty of it I appreciate the planning and the timing. What's so bonkers about everything that's gone on over the last three plus years is Alex Jones was ranting about this shit in the 90s, man. Yeah. He was literally saying to us, this is going to happen. It's coming. And everyone thought he was a nut job. And then right around the time all the crazy, insane shit he was spouting 20 years ago came to fruition and was manifesting itself into reality, that's when they slapped the guy with billion-dollar lawsuits and basically destroyed his company. Yeah, but I'd say he's more popular now than ever. Yeah, but there's something about reach. And... Yeah, yeah. You know, he's harder to get a hold of than a Joe Rogan, if you will, and you could... You could get someone like Pepino to roll around and check out a Joe Rogan... 
Or you fucking know. Steven Crowder. <laughs> Crowder's done, man. Oh, I hope he loses. Oh, everybody stop listening to it. Unfollow. He's not Fuck cut, Steven there's, Crowder, there's, dude. He's not cutting any material. He, I have seen no material from Crowder, and maybe I need to... Uh, well, I, I deleted YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Uh, apparently, this is a thing, I guess, uh, when they ban your account indefinitely uh, because you talk about COVID and transvestites. Uh <laughs> You can't, you're not allowed to cancel your subscription. So they charge you until you uh, sue them, essentially, which I will. And uh, I look forward to that. But uh, what the fuck? Fuck YouTube, man. Fuck these places. And Steven Crowder, <clears throat> he's part of that system. I, I like, I don't know if he's cutting any material, but. Dude, the Dude whole... what he did with the Daily Wire. I mean, I'm not, I'm not on the Daily Wire side or anything, but it's like, man, go fuck yourself. I think you like fuck recorded all this these conversation. Yeah, and... but dude, the censorship is out of control. People shouldn't be, you know. Dude, but if you look, if you really look at the better. contract, they're saying you can. You, you all they were saying is you have to do what you're still doing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Like, Steven Crowder does do a show that's YouTube-friendly. I totally agree. So is and that I, him supporting the big con? <laughs> I don't agree with how he's like, approached Like, you're this. a fucking douchebag, dude. Definitely comes across These guys, that you way. told these guys to give you an offer. They gave you an offer for $50 million, And then you came back with some retarded offer of $30 million a year, and you knew they wouldn't take it. <laughs> you, you, you set the whole thing up. Just to try to build your brand. That's what I don't like about it. It's very possible that's what he did, but I think there's a little light to be shined on this for everybody else who maybe just wanted to speak their mind a little bit in social media platforms and then got kicked off, banned, shadow banned, which they're still doing on all these uh, websites and apps. I think it's nice that on some level he kind of showed everybody that these guys who didn't get banned or get in trouble by big media and big tech, it's because they're in bed with them too. So wake up. Like the there's For sure. You're not getting a lot of difference between Fox News and Daily Wire anymore. They're kind of the same deal at this point. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I think that's maybe the one well, the fact that the way he did it, dude. It I agree. I don't like it. Up. I think it, I agree, yeah. and maybe it was set up on purpose to shine this light because you and I privately a lot were talking about the Daily Wire on how like how do they get away with some of the things they're doing, you know, and why is it the Dude Man podcast gets banned? But you know what I'm saying for talking yeah, about with co- four listeners. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like it didn't. A lot yeah. of things didn't add up. I mean, not just us, but there were guys like um. You know, on you know, Doctor Drew even got banned and kicked off Twitter for stuff, and his channel on YouTube got censored. You know what I'm saying? And he's a fucking doctor talking about COVID. So there, there were a lot of issues for me just with censorship and how you know there isn't a medium anymore. There isn't really a platform if you really think about it to go out there and truly speak your mind because on some level you will be censored. You may join a hosting site to do a little podcasting and. You may have a dozen listeners, but it doesn't matter. Some fucking dingleberry piece of shit prick over at YouTube is going to see your stuff and get 
offended and fucking butthurt and piss themselves and then go complain about it and get your fucking shit banned off YouTube. That is how it works. It literally got proven that way from Twitter. They literally had a team of fucking losers going and combing through Twitter, banning and shadow banning people for saying shit they didn't like. And so from Steven Crowder's perspective, I could see how it's shitty because that guy makes his living off of it. He's making money selling it and to get banned off these platforms and to not have that kind of control, you know, he loses money in that regards and loses reach. But then you got these big players like the Daily Wire. How does Matt Walsh avoid getting banned from anything and he's on a crusade against the trannies? It kind of doesn't add up. Yeah, for sure. I see. What you're yeah, I, I, I'm not arguing that. I just didn't like the way he did it. I didn't either. We both agree with that, and we both agree, Stephen Crowder. You're kind of a douche, man. Very much a douche. Very much so. And that you, being said, I would love to be on your new network. Yeah, sign us up, baby. And also, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and here's the one lesson I think Stephen Crowder could learn from this: your show became boring when you made it about you. Yes, yes. Make your shows fun when you do what we do, which is make fun of guys like you, Steven. That's where the, yeah, <laughs> that's where the, the action is. The guys who take at. themselves too serious. I don't want to hear about you. I want to hear you rant and make fun of other assholes. That's the name of the who game. Who are taking themselves too serious. You took yeah. yourself too seriously. The minute seriously. you started putting <laughs> makeup on and shit, dude. <laughs> You're so hung up on that goddamn fucking uh, eyeliner, I hate the makeup, dude. dude. <laughs> Mark my words, I'll never see dude man in makeup. No, you will only see us with cock scarves. Cock scarves only. I might go cock scarf. It's a little too French for me, but I'll go cock scarf. <laughs> Mike, believe it or not, we are at that magical point oh. in time. All right, all right. The fastest hour in the universe. It's a known As fact. Always. Uh, we are coming back at you. A lot of stuff, no doubt about it. I, uh, I think I lost my Zelensky action, unfortunately. I don't know where that clip went, but... Oh, man! A little 90s action for that. Love it! <laughs>